Hey, welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Today, I'm super excited to announce a new segment of the show called the Growth Series. Now, if you've been listening to Builder Funnel Radio for a while, you know that we bring you industry guests, thought leaders, experts, people that are in the trenches. And we do that every other week. We sit down, have a conversation, and we extract all this great information that they have, and we pass it on to you so that you can improve your business. Now, we're still going to do that, but on off weeks, we're going to do the growth series episodes. Now, these will be a little bit shorter, but a little bit more tactical. So the idea is that we want to dive right into a topic and give you actionable things that can help you grow either as a person or help your company grow. So you're going to see us dive into very specific marketing topics, sales topics, but it could be team culture related as well. And again, the idea behind the growth series is that we want to help individuals grow and thereby companies grow. So I really hope that you're going to enjoy this new segment of the show. Again, you can look for it on these off weeks in between our guest features. And so sit back and relax and enjoy the growth series by Builder Funnel Radio. Hey guys, welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Again, I'm super excited for this new segment, the growth series. This is our first episode as a part of this segment. And today's topic I'm very excited about. It's probably one of my favorite digital marketing topics out there, and that is lead conversion. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. All right, guys, let's jump in and talk about lead conversion. So This is one of my favorite topics in terms of the whole digital marketing spectrum. And I think it's my favorite because I'm kind of a numbers guy and you can nerd out a little bit as you dive into conversion rates and looking at traffic and lead numbers, but it's also a really powerful lever. So one of the things I often talk about with inbound marketing, digital marketing, is that you have these two levers and those are traffic, so traffic to your website, and conversion rate. So how many people are taking action, filling out a form, giving you a phone call, that sort of thing. So you have these these two levers and conversion rate is a super powerful lever because you can often double your leads without growing your traffic. And that's pretty cool because sometimes growing your traffic can be difficult. And so if you've been sitting there with a website and you're getting 500 visits a month and you're just kind of stuck at that level or a thousand or 2000 visits a month and you're not getting enough leads, this episode should help you figure out how to get more leads without actually growing that traffic. So let's jump in and talk about a few components that you need to execute on this Uh, concept of how do I double these leads in the next 30 to 60 days. So there are a few components you need. The first one is that you need something of value. And we often call it premium content. You've seen this for sure on the web, whether that's on your own site, uh, a site that you've been to when you've been researching and shopping and trying to buy something, uh, or maybe you've seen it on some competitor sites. But something that we call premium content is basically you know, an ebook, a checklist. It's often just a PDF download. So sometimes we overcomplicate a little bit and we make this uh, premium content sound super fancy and, and very, very difficult to create. To do a good job, it can take some time, but chances are you have something in your marketing database that you might be able to use. So if you're a builder, you might have a community brochure that could be a potential piece of premium content. If you're a remodeler, you might have a process document 
and that could be a potential piece of premium content. But basically what that is, is it's something kind of a cut above your free content. So it's not content you have posted on your services page, your about us page. It's not content that you have on your blog that people can access for free. Uh, but we're going to make people exchange information to get access to this. So step number one is you need something of value to offer your visitors, and that is your premium content. The next piece is that you need a call to action. And this is something that's going to drive people to basically take action once they've been to your site. So maybe they're on your portfolio page, they're on an available homes page, they're on your services page. Wherever they are, we want to be able to take them to this premium content. And then the third piece is a landing page or a conversion page. So if you're, if you're thinking about this process, basically imagine somebody's on one of the pages on your website and they see a graphic that says, click here to download my uh, process document or my remodeling checklist or my home buyer's checklist, whatever that piece of content is. When they click that graphic or that button, we basically drive them to the landing page or the conversion page. And when they get there, it's going to give them a quick summary of, you know, what are they going to get if they fill out the form? And that's the other key component that that landing page has is it has a form on it. And we're going to ask for at least name and email, but hopefully we're going to get a last name, a phone number, a few data points. And so let's dive into some of these components in terms of best practices but before we do that, let's also talk about why this works so well and why it's so powerful. So what we've seen is that when people visit your website, almost all of them are not ready to buy today. They're just browsing. They're just researching. Maybe they're 30 days out. Maybe they're six months out. Maybe they're a year out from making that decision. And it could be even longer. As you know, the sales cycle uh, for buying a home, for remodeling your home, can be very, very long. And so the idea is that if they're on your website today, they probably didn't land there by accident. Sure, maybe a few people did, but most of them, they're gathering information. So we wanna be able to capture them, pull them into our funnel and be able to develop that relationship over time. So if somebody's reading a blog, looking at your portfolio, they're browsing, we wanna capture them in that browsing moment and then we can stay in touch with them. So that's the whole concept is that if we don't capture them now, they're going to leave and we may never get them back to the website. We may never have that opportunity again because six or nine months later, when they actually go to make the decision, they may end up on a competitor's website. They may not make it back to our website if they didn't bookmark it or take some kind of extreme action to remember that they want to go back to your site. So I'd rather not put the control in their hands. I'd rather capture them in the moment because then we can build a legitimate relationship with them. So that's the idea. Now, in terms of the piece of premium content, again, if this is new to you and you haven't implemented this before, don't overthink it. Take something that you've already got some collateral and use that. It doesn't have to be a 30-page ebook like you maybe have seen or downloaded on other websites. It can be two or three pages a PDF document. You know, you can create it in Word and save it as a PDF. Uh, obviously, you want it to be on brand. You want it to have a lot of value because if somebody's going to trade some information, you need to be able to deliver that to them. But don't overthink it. You can always improve later, but the quicker you get this on your site, the quicker you can start capturing these leads that you're missing right now. 
So figure out your piece of premium content. That's step one. Step two is design your calls to action. And again, these are just graphical buttons. They're little uh, tiny graphics that you put on your website. And uh, we'll make sure to put some examples in the show notes of this episode so you can see what that might look like. Um, but, but they're just simple graphics and they say, hey, click here to download. They have the title of whatever you're giving them. And the whole goal is that when somebody clicks it, you drive to the landing page. Now let's talk about the landing page for a little bit and we'll go through a few best practices. First thing is you don't wanna have any navigation on your landing page. The navigation is up at the top where basically you have that menu. They can click on your home, about us, contact page. We wanna strip that away. And the idea is that the landing page, once they've made it there, we wanna focus them in on that form, that one action we want them to take. So we, we take away the navigation and then we like a simple two column layout, kind of a wide left, skinny right. Uh, on the wide left side, we're gonna have a graphic that kind of shows what they're getting. It might display the, the checklist or the ebook. Uh, and then we're going to have a few bullet points on like, hey, if I fill out this form, what am I going to get? And on the right side, there's going to be a form. And that's where we're going to request that information. The easiest way to think about what do I ask for? What form fields do I put there? Is that we're weighing the value of the information the prospect is giving up versus the information that you're giving them in the PDF, the ebook the guide, whatever that is. So if you've got a quick one or two page document that's got some value for them, but it's not you know, a 30 page ebook with tons and tons of information, maybe you just ask for name and email. If you've got a little more substance, maybe you'll go for the phone number and you can play around with that and check your conversion rates. But just think of it in terms of value. You're asking them to give up valuable information. So what are you giving them in return? And you want that to be pretty in line. And that will help you get a, a solid conversion rate on one of your landing pages. So those are a few best practices in terms of getting that conversion funnel built out. Now let's talk about how you actually implement that on your website. As soon as you've got the landing page, basically all you need to do is take those graphics, those calls to action, and start placing them strategically around your website. So let's talk about that for a second. Let's say you're a remodeling company and you created a kitchen design guide. If somebody's browsing your website, maybe they land on your kitchen services page. That would be a really good fit to put that call to action. If somebody's reading that information and they see, oh, wow, there's this kitchen design guide. I can click here and get some more information. Maybe they're on a kitchen portfolio or project page. That would be a good fit. Maybe you've got several blogs that talk about kitchen design or process or cost. Those would be good places to put that call to action. And so as you move through this process of lead conversion, you develop more and more uh, pieces of premium content for your library. So you might have one on bathrooms and then kitchens. You might have one on process or cost. If you do new construction, you might have a community brochure. You might have a new home buyer's guide, a move-in checklist kind of all these uh, pieces of premium content that cover a variety of topics so that as you look at your website, the more and more you build this out, every single page is a conversion opportunity. Because if somebody's doing a Google search, they may land on your homepage, but they may land on an interior page. If you promote an interior page or a blog on social media, they might land right on the blog. So 
you've got all these entry points into the website. You wanna make sure that if somebody only sees that page, you have a chance to convert them. And so we can't look at just our homepage as the place to convert or just a services page. Every single page is an opportunity to capture somebody. Now remember, we're talking about top of the funnel conversions right now. So premium content, things that we give people in the research process, we don't know what their decision timeline looks like. And so our assumption is that they're earlier on. However, they could be near the bottom, but we have to assume that they're at least a few months out from making a decision or they're at least checking you out beforehand. So they want to download, you know, a few things, get some more information. So the idea is that we've, if we capture them at the top of the funnel, then we can move into a nurturing sequence, a regular email program, which we will definitely dive into in later episodes of the growth series. But for today, I just want to focus on that capturing that lead and that part of the process. So again, we're talking about people coming to your website, not knowing where they are in their decision process and making sure we capture them before they leave. Hey guys, just a quick announcement before we get to the rest of today's episode. We've been getting a ton of feedback on our done for you social media program. Now, if social media has been a frustration of yours or you feel like you're not posting enough, this is the perfect solution for you. And as a listener of the podcast, we've got a special promotion going on right now. So just head over to remodelersocialmedia.com and use the code radio at the checkout. So if you want to get more engagement and more people finding you on platforms like Facebook and Instagram, hit pause really quick and check out remodelersocialmedia.com and use the code radio at checkout. All right, back to the show. So now let's talk about some typical conversion rates and things that you maybe want to be looking for as you implement this process. So I've been doing this for almost a decade and been looking at websites, looking at their analytics, their website traffic, so visitors coming to the website, and then how many form submissions or leads are we capturing. And if somebody is not implementing these strategies, I typically see kind of an industry average about a half a percent conversion rate. So that would mean for every 200 visits you get to your website, one person would fill out a form. So that would be that half a percent. You basically take the number of form submissions divided by your website traffic and then turn that into a percentage to get that conversion rate. Now, we benchmark at 1.5 to 2.5% is a good number to shoot for as you continue to optimize your site. Um, You can work that up to three, four, we've even seen 5%. That's typically a multi-year optimization process. So again, thinking about the early stages, if you only have a kitchen guide and you also have lots of content that talks about bathrooms and additions and basements, maybe that content isn't gonna be able to convert as well because you only have a kitchen guide. But if you have a blog about basements and you have a basement guide, that conversion rate should go up on that page. So that's how you can continue to optimize conversion over time along with some other factors like testing your design on your landing page or your calls to action. But if you've never implemented this process, you should be able to get your conversion rate from a half a percent up to 1% in a pretty quick fashion. So 30, 60, 90 days, somewhere in that time frame, is achievable. And then you can start working towards that 1.5 to 2.5% range. If you're a specialty contractor, that percentage will shift up dramatically. You can see 10 to 15% conversion rate on your website, 
Um, it's a little bit more needs-based typically. And so people that are hitting the website are typically ready to start a conversation, uh, fill out a form and take some action. Uh, if you're a builder, remodeler, you're going to see that lower conversion rate. It's a bigger decision. It's more of a considered buying process. So they need to think about it. They need to research. And they're not necessarily, say, replacing a roof where they kind of just need to get that done. So uh, again, think about what your conversion rate is now. Um, if you don't know what it is, go to your Google Analytics, uh, look at your monthly traffic. And I like to get a kind of a range. So maybe look at year to date, uh, take a six month or a 12 month window and take an average and look at, you know, how many visitors are you getting per month on average? And then look at your form submissions or your lead flow through your website. And what does the average look like on any given month? Again, divide that number into your traffic number and that will give you your percentage. Uh, I bet that you're sitting at about a half a percent if you have, have not implemented this strategy before. So, um, but if you go through this exercise, please email me, make a comment in the show notes. Um, again, my email is spowell at builderfunnel.com. Uh, I'd love to hear from you and see if that's, if, if my uh, assumption there is lining up with your reality. And again, set the target, see if you can get to 1%. If you can get to 1% conversion, You've doubled your leads and that's without touching traffic. So it's a really powerful strategy. And I hope that you guys take this episode and you go, okay, I've got my website. Maybe I know a lot about digital marketing. Maybe I know a little about digital marketing, but either way, if I can improve my conversion rate, I don't have to worry about traffic and I can still increase my lead flow. So I see this as a relatively quick win and it's a huge opportunity. I look at a lot of websites and this strategy isn't being implemented. So that's it for today's episode, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this topic on lead conversion. Again, it's one of my favorites. Um, just to quickly recap your action steps. You need a piece of premium content, you need a call to action, and you need a landing page. Once you have those components, you can put your call to action around your website. It drives people to the landing page, they fill out a form, they get the piece of premium content, and you get a lead. And again, the other action item is look at your current conversion rate before you do this. And I bet it's about a half a percent, but whatever it is, write it down and benchmark off of that. And then once you implement this strategy, see if you can double it. And again, let us know. We'd love to hear some stories of you guys implementing the strategy and doubling or potentially even tripling your leads in the next 30, 60 or 90 days. So again, uh, really excited about the growth series. Hope you guys are too. And uh, we'll see you next time for the next installment in a couple of weeks on Builder Funnel Radio. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Builder Funnel Radio. I know there are a lot of podcast choices out there, so it really means a lot to me that you choose this as one you either subscribe or listen to regularly. Now, before we part ways for today, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you got some value out of today's episode, please either leave us a review or share this with a friend. We're really working on building a community of construction professionals that want to treat their customers right, they want to run profitable businesses, and create more jobs in our economy. So leaving a review or sharing it with a friend really helps us build that community, and we'd really, really appreciate it. All right, guys, that's all I've got for today. So we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.